We are excited to introduce to you Prophetic Edge, where we are going to be digging into the revelation of God's Word and what it looks like to walk in victory through the Word of God. Whenever God is ready to move in Scripture and bring victory to people, He always brings a fresh edge of revelation. I'm so glad to be with you again as we talk about what is God saying? What is he speaking? What is he declaring? Now, some of you who've been around the ministry or heard of us before or listened to some of the previous podcasts, broadcast releases from the past years, you know, that's something we do. I love to teach the word of God. I love to move in the prophetic. I love seeing God heal people. I just love the moving and the ministry of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit because it's biblical and because that's our normal. But I also love how God will speak prophetically every year. Now, for many ministries out there, uh, they always around September or October, they release a word for the year based on what the Hebrew word or the Hebrew year is. And I celebrate that. I think that's good. But that's not how the Lord would often move with me. What the Lord normally tells me is because we are not on the Hebraic calendar, that that is a release of what's coming for the year or what we can step into. But I normally wait till January. Why? Because I think there's another part of the word that often we don't release. So for many of you who are hearing this for the first time and you say, what are you talking about? Okay. What the year we're in, according to the Roman or the Gregorian calendar, is, of course, 2024 begins in January around the world for those of us in what we would call Western culture, our year is 2024. Now, remember, the Chinese year is different and the Hebrew year is different. Why are those two years so different? And for some um, older Native American cultures, they have a different year as well. So you have to remember, we're not all necessarily in the same year when it comes to calendar wise, but we're all on the same page as far as what God may be saying or doing. The Chinese year is different because they're such an ancient culture that they are a dynastic culture that has been in existence for such a long period of time that their calendars go with the age of their nation, not just what's happened in the last couple thousand years. So it is for many of the ancient cultures that we see that had existed throughout Native American countries, Native American culture, excuse me, or what you saw in some of the other nations with ancient culture. They have a different way of looking at history. The length of a nation, the age of a nation changes your perspective. You don't see things the same as everyone else. Now, the Hebrew people have always had a different calendar or set calendar because when the Lord created, as we look at scripture, when the Lord talks about this is the beginning of time and God made Adam, so for most of us, that becomes what we call the Mark passage of time and we are on that calendar. Okay, I know this sounds so simple, but I want to lay this out before we talk about what God may be saying based on which calendar. So that we're not negating if someone is listening and you have a Chinese culture or history or you're from that nation, you're not listening going, yes, that's true. But no one ever acknowledges that we have a different calendar. Well, I do. We understand that. 
for us, when we're looking at scripture, why do we always refer to the Hebraic mindset in the Hebrew calendar? Because God chose to move among the Hebrew people when he called out Abraham. When he created a nation and he began to move in that way and Abraham being pulled out of the history of Adam, then we can trace everything back to Adam and Eve and from Adam and Eve all the way up to Abraham and from Abraham all the way up to David and from David all the way up to Yeshua and from Yeshua all the way up to us. So we now are connected into that one new man through one calendar. So if you don't understand what God is saying based on that mindset, oftentimes you feel disconnected. Now, this does not make you a slave to it because we're not repeating the sacrifices, the celebrations and the timing. It just gives you a frame of thought, a frame of thought, because you have some who would say, I have no reason to be connected to that calendar. Then don't. None of this is dogmatic. This is simply us saying to you, God has something in his mind that you may be able to connect to by understanding time, frames of thought and reference points. And I'm amazed by people who are now so deep in the spirit that they say, well, there's no reason to understand the calendars, the time frames, any of those reference points. Really? Now, you might be supernatural and you might be spiritual, but if you have land, you still follow an almanac. You're still paying attention to people who study time, time frames, calendars, who study seasons based on the movement of the sky, the movement of the water, and how the climate is affect and the calendar is moving. I'm amazed that a farmer understands that he still needs to pay attention to seasons. But we who have been told by God, seed time and harvest, sowing and reaping, the earth moving and harvest coming will never disappear. So it is for you to understand the mind of God. And so it is to understand the ways of God, because God is a God who creates systems, releases models and moves in time. You don't have to agree, but you do need to acknowledge, because if you don't pay attention to harvest, you'll miss what's in the field. If you don't understand the calendar, you won't be there when the Lord releases something. And if you're arrogant enough to say that God will never move that way because he doesn't move that way with you, you're going to miss something essential that the rest of us will be in line to receive. So let's make it simple. 5784. 5784 is the Hebrew year that we are in. Now, the Gregorian year or the Roman year is 2024, but for the Hebrew, it is 5784. That began around September. So I just want to quickly tie those two things together. How do we understand those things? The thing that I dig into the most and I want to talk about that can bring you strength and help is five, five, seven, eight, four. What's the number five? The number five on the Hebraic calendar, the number five is hey, hey. Hey is represented by a symbol that looks almost like someone standing at attention or arms going up. Why is that essential? Hey speaks of one surrendered, surrendered to revelation. It's about revelation and manifestation. So, hey, are you standing in place? I just like saying that. Hey, are you receiving revelation? Hey, God is talking to you. 
So the first thing you have to understand is for the last season that we're living in, five, this millennia, this whole season, this time when it feels like the earth is moving faster than we've ever seen, when it feels like for the last hundreds of years over the expanse of creation, it is the last few hundred years that man has moved faster than we've ever seen. Why? Because revelation, this is the time of revelation. It's the time of technology. It's the time of manifestation. It's the time of the earth moving faster and going forward. It is the time when God is being releasing and causing man to be what he has designed us to be by creating. We have stepped into the season these last hundred years of creating technology, creating frameworks, creating movements, creating governments, creating education that we've never seen in the earth before because, hey, that's where we're standing. From hey, we get to Zion. Now, Zion is that symbol that represents a plow or a plowshare. Some would even say it speaks of a sword, but it speaks of a plowshare. So what does that speak of? That brings us from five to seven. So revelation and manifestation, the instruction of God is being now met by how we plow, the plowshare, the plowing, the digging, the cutting away. So we step into the season of now in the earth, we've seen nations turned upside down. We've seen systems rise and fall. It's been a hundred years of things flipping upside down and changing. One nation fights another nation. One disease comes upon the earth and then disappears. One idea rises and then falls. One way of thinking comes into the earth and we see it rise up and people go after it. And then in 10 years, it's pushed down into the earth and the earth is tealed and toiled and it's flipped upside down. What is that? That is the tumultuous season of an exchange of knowledge. It is the plowing of the earth. It is the moving of systems, foundations, plowing of the earth, foundations of nations, foundations of economics, foundations of the way we perceive things, ground up, tealed and turned over. Because it's not dead earth, it's not dry earth, but it's the seasons of the turning of the earth where God says one thing may exist for a while, but I'm going to move through the hard stones and the earth of nations and cause those nations to turn over. And so what we see is about every 10 to 15 years, we see that which is strong in the nations begin to turn over. We see about every 20 years, a generation changes its allegiances, alliances, and my Mindsets. We see about every 30 years, economies begin to rise and fall. About every 50 years, there's another framework in the nations for how we move forward and how we exchange wealth and wisdom and technology because someone rises and someone falls because it is the seasons of Zion. It is the plows. It is the share. Then we come to five, seven, eight. What is eight? Eight is Chet. Chet. Chet is a symbol for fence. It is a symbol for enclosure. Ah, what is the fence about? The fence is about boundaries. Boundaries. It's about discernment. It's about learning how to put good resources in place to keep in what is good and keep out what is negative. Why is that important? Because that's what we begin to see again. That's that 10 year period. So we're in that period now where for the last 
four years, and it's going to be true for the next five to six years. We're in a season where the season is about boundaries, relationships, connections. It's about what you let into your nation and what you let out. It's about what you let into your family and what you let out. It's about what you let into your mind and what you let out. We're in a season because of, if you pay attention, the last few years and the next few years coming, it's been an explosion, not of technology, but of information. If anybody was paying attention, they would have understood that we're in that Chet season. Why? Because Chet it's about enclosure. It's about fences. So at the same time that AI has exploded, at the same time that social media is exploding with misinformation, good information, wrong information, and some information, we're in the time where everything is flooding people's mind, their mindsets, getting into their families. It's not just what you've done that's building your family. It's what they're listening to. For you could have done what is right, but if they're listening to wrong teaching, wrong thinking, bad ideas, miscommunication, what's crawling in through the fence can destroy your marriage even though you had a good one inside your house. So it's not what's in the house that's affecting you. It's what's getting through the fence. Have you protected the yard? Have you protected your children's minds? Yes, you're blessing them at the dinner table, but you're letting them read crazy books and play crazy games. It's getting in through the fence. Yes, you're a worshiper and you trust God, but you're listening to crazy news reports and researching dumb stuff on the internet where you're feeding your stuff conspiracy theories. It's getting in through the fence. Yes, you're a man or a woman of prayer and faith and you trust God, but you've let the purity of your heart be eroded by politics and partisanship and accusation. And now that which should have produced a hundredfold harvest in the presence of God has been infected because you didn't close the fence. It's not the big fox. It's not that which destroys from the devil. It's the little foxes, the stuff that got in through the fence. So God is saying to us that the last few years and the next few years have been years. It's a season where you must protect what's in your house, what's in your yard, what gets through the fence. Why? Okay. So we're in the time of revelation. We've been in a season of plowing. We're in the days of discernment, but we're in the hour of Dalet. Dalet is the door. So you got to protect the influences. You got to protect the information. You've got to protect what's feeding you. You've got to be very particular on what you let into your ear and eye gates. But now what you let in your ear gate, what you let in your eye gate, what is it going to do? It's going to produce something in your house because whatever you let in your ears and your eyes is going to live in your house. That's the Dalet. We're in the time of the open door. We're in the time when stuff that you've been looking at, listening to, paying attention to, now it wants to create something in your world. So in this season of the open door, if you don't understand the process of how revelation is moving, then you'll miss how to manifest it. Because for many people every year, they prophesy a season, they prophesy a door, and people go, yay, that sounds great. But nobody ever sees it manifest and they don't know why. It's because you cannot pull the last part of the revelation apart from the rest of it. So how do we put it together? God has brought revelation 
that is going to lead you into a deeper understanding of who he is, who you are, and what he's called you to do. But that revelation cannot produce until you learn to plow with it. So for the revelation God has given you, you must plow. You must break open your mind. You must break open your heart. You must break open your family. You must break open your business, your finances. How do you break it open? Wherever you have been resistant, wherever you did not dig, wherever you did not make space for what God spoke in your life to grow, you must break open willfully and by your choices, the land of your heart, the land of your mind, and the land of your family, and put new seed in the ground. You can't get a new harvest till you plant new seed. So revelation is God's word that once caught by you becomes seed in your heart and mind and home. You then have to dig up what's been blocking that seed. So every area of resistance, every thought process that fights, Every high thing that would say no to the will of God, now break that up and repent, yield, make space. Then after you make space for what God has spoken, protect, check, protect your mind, build a good fence. Don't let in the stuff, the negative stuff. Now that you've let in the positive, now that you said yes to the promise, now that you're making space and moving forward in the will of God, put up a fence and get rid of the negativity. Get rid of the people who fight and argue in your life, who are always criticizing you saying yes to God. Get rid of all the negative politics, arguments, fighting, Get rid of the slander, the gossip, the fear. Get rid of the bitterness, the brokenness, the accusation. Get rid of the doubt. Get rid of everything that has been getting root in your yard. Because now that you're planning a new revelation, now that you're making space for what God is doing, it is the weeds, it is the foxes that you must look out for. So build a good fence. What does that mean? Good boundaries, good relationships, good friendships, healthy. Tell some people, yes, I love you, but I'm not hanging out with you this year because you have been planting negativity in my life on purpose. Yes, I will help you, but I can't rescue you every time you call me this year because you have been crawling into my harvest field. And every time God is blessing me with increase, you show up with trouble. So this year, I can't bail you out. This year, I can't run to your trouble. This year, I can't dig into your world because why? Because every time I run to jump into your field, I'm leaving mine unattended. So your business hasn't prospered. Your marriage isn't healthy. Your mind hasn't been restored because you're running in everybody else's field, but you left the gate open in your own. Protect your field. Pray for other people to work their field. Send them the word. Bring them ministry, but don't leave your field unattended to help others who will not protect their own minds. And Dalet, Dalet, now you got to step into it. What you let in your house to live, what you step into. So this is the year of the open door. So what does that mean? When God opens a door, step through it. Just that simple. Uh, this, this whole first prophetic session that we're doing for you this year, I just encourage you, when God opens a door, step through it. For many of you, what's been stopping your progress is you I want you to hear how I say this. You're not praying because you're waiting for God to confirm something. You're praying because you're afraid. When I hear most Christians say, I'm just praying for another confirmation. I believe in two to three confirmations, if that's what you feel you need, because you may be battling doubt in something. 
But I believe for most people, if you study the word and get the word in your spirit, you will get to the place where you know what the will of God is in your life and in the Bible. And if it is not sin, if it is not evil, if it is not corrupt or immoral, you don't need to pray five, ten times about it. You're just asking God for clarity on is it time, is the timing right for you and your family? That's it. I'm not crying out to God about is this sin? No, if it's not sin, I'm not struggling with it. If it's just a good opportunity, you just need clarity. So get the burden off your shoulder. Most people are praying and crying out to God because they've been conditioned to be afraid that I'm going to make a mistake. And if I make a mistake, God's going to be upset with me. And if God is upset with me, I'm going to lose the favor of God. If I lose the favor of God, what will happen to my house and my family? And the goodness of God may not be there for me because I made a wrong choice. That is religious thinking that creates bondage. That is not the will nor the word of God. So all of this mess where you're wrapped up in your mind, uh, terrified that I've got to do the perfect will of God for my life. And if I don't do the perfect will of God, he's going to get me. He's going to kill me. So if I buy a car, I can't buy the car unless it's the car he wants for me. And I can't take that job unless it's the job he designed for me. If you're hungry and there's a job opening, work the job. You ain't got to pray about that. If a man don't work, he don't eat. God is big enough to show you the next step. After you make a step, if you are without a vehicle and you've got a chance to get a car, get the car. Why? You need a car so you can go to work. You need a car so you can take care of your family. Now, get a car that you can afford because the only thing you've got to make sure is if you do what's biblical, well, what's biblical. Don't let the blessing create debt. Don't let the thing own or rule you. So if it is not breaking the simple wisdom of God you don't need to spend all this time laboring in prayer. Prayer for most people is not you trying to get direction from God. It is the fear of failure controlling your intimacy with God because you have been conditioned to believe that the religious God you heard about is judging you so that if you make a mistake, he's going to remove favor and grace off your life. That is not in the Bible. Make a choice. Step forward. Guess what? If it's not perfect, you can make another choice. God's not going to let you die and be destroyed because you decided to take a job somewhere that is not perfect. Guess what? The world ain't perfect and neither are you and neither am I. Make choices based on wisdom from the Bible and based on what's good for your family. And the God of heaven and earth is big enough to lead you in a different direction if he chooses to and to open new doors. But for most people, most people are stuck. I'm talking about people who are calling themselves spiritual. They're stuck because they've made walking with the Holy Spirit so convoluted and complicated that they don't make a choice unless they feel like there's been a lightning bolt from heaven or the voice of the Lord spoke to them. The word has given you enough good fences that's what fences are for. If I have the wisdom of God in the making of my choices, fences keep the foxes out of my field. So I don't have to be afraid of the devil creeping in if I make right choices. Right choices create good fences. And those good fences put me in position to step through open doors. This is the year where by following wisdom and the word, you will be in the right place for the right door 
This is the year where as you spend time with him in his presence, you will learn to hear his voice clearer and clearer so that when there are specific doors of utterance and operation, because you've been in the right place, walking out your relationship with God, you won't miss the divine door. Step through that door. Don't miss another year. Don't miss another season. Don't miss another blessing because you've been waiting when God's already been working. May the Lord God of heaven and earth bless you. May he open doors for you. May he cause you to see divine opportunities this year like you've never seen them. May the suddenlies of God overtake you and may the goodness of God lead you. And may the fear of man be broken and the fear of failure be destroyed. Walk through the door that God has opened. Walk into the season God has given and live in the time that the Holy Spirit is leading you. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. This is Michael Dalton encouraging you in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been Prophetic Edge with Michael Dalton. If this episode has blessed you, please consider sharing it with someone. For more information, ministry dates, and to sow into the ministry, please visit yes-ministries.com. 